Welcome to the Money Pilot Financial Advisor Podcast, where you team up with Money Pilot founder, former Army helicopter pilot, and your host, Katie Cannon, to put your money where your heart is. Together, we'll tackle issues big and small so you can take charge and land your financial life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I thought we'd talk about post-COVID spending and saving habits. I had an article pop up in my inbox this week by Samantha Lamas, a content author at Morningside on this topic. I'll put a link to the article in the show notes. In today's podcast, we'll take a look at her thoughts and see how they can help us maintain some of the good habits we may have developed during the COVID restrictions. So this last year, 2020, has really kind of sucked in a lot of ways. It's been tough isolating, and most of us haven't been able to get out and do a lot of the things we like, like hanging out with friends in person, going out to eat, shopping, traveling, or taking vacations. While it's been a bummer, COVID has helped us build some good habits, especially around money. For some, there was belt tightening because your income was uncertain. For those of you who were able to continue earning a paycheck, maybe you have been spending less too and saving more. Let's face it, other than surfing Amazon for some shopping therapy, a lot of us have been spending a lot less money on things, eating out and going on vacations. COVID has been a chance to find other things we can enjoy often things that cost less. And so in this way, you've probably built up some good money habits. Now, as many of us are getting our COVID vaccines and restrictions are being lifted a bit, there's more opportunity to get out and get back to some of our old lifestyles that we really enjoyed. And some economists are predicting a boom in consumer spending, which is great for the economy. On a personal level, It may be that some of us start ditching our otherwise good habits and go back to spending more and saving less. So how do you go back to a more enjoyable, fulfilling lifestyle, but not completely throw out these new money habits out the window? Today, we'll start with habits you'd like to hang on to. As Samantha pointed out in her article, making a new habit stick depends on a few things. How difficult is it for you to maintain better behavior? What's the context of your decision or the environment? And what incentive is there to maintain the new behavior? A lot of times it's hard to create a new habit because you sort of discount how important the environment really is. And I'm not talking about the weather outside, but more along the lines of, let's say, your goal to lose weight. One of the easiest, most beneficial ways to do this is get rid of any temptations in your house. So no matter how much you really need sugar fix right now and would love to tear into that box of donuts, if there's no donuts there and you have to, you know, walk or drive to a store to get some, it makes it a little easier for you to maintain that new habit. So during the pandemic, COVID restrictions acted as kind of an environmental fix where you were shielded from temptations of overspending at in-person events, 
like going out to eat or drink with friends, taking a weekend trip, going to the movies, or finding something you love at the flea market, you name it. Not being able to spend as much, no matter how much you missed it, may have helped you save money during COVID for other goals that are also important to you. So for those of you that would like to continue curbing your spending a little bit and building up your savings like you did during the pandemic, it may help to prepare for that loosening of restrictions and the doors to our lives being flung open again. So the article identified three ways to explore. The first is simply identify the good behaviors you've picked up during the past year and write those down that you'd like to stick with in the future. Take a little time and think about this and why you think this is good for you. Write down your what and your why. What financial goal do you want to reach by sticking with this habit? Write out a behavior and then connect it with your personal financial goal. Actually write these out, kind of like a little contract between you and your future self that you can look back on when your habit begins to falter. Let's say you like to stay in shape and go to sporting events with friends. If you've been saving money by not paying for your gym membership because it's been closed, you're exercising outside and training at home, maybe you would like to continue that money-saving habit. Skip the gym membership and use that money to buy tickets to a few games when the doors open again to spectators. Link that healthy, free exercise habit you want to maintain to the goal of attending some sporting events with friends again. Maybe you started fixing and maintaining your own car during the pandemic to save some cash while you were laid off. That baby's humming now, and let's face it, you're proud of it. Do you want to continue to save money on car maintenance and put that extra cash away for a down payment on a home? That's your what and your why. Write it down. Okay, so we have our what and our why. The second step is to prepare. So first, it's important to acknowledge that this COVID environment may have helped us stick with our new spending and savings habits. But as these social distancing restrictions loosen up, we're gonna have to brace ourselves for times when our new habits will be tested. Socializing with friends and family is probably gonna be more common again, and along with that, expenses can start adding up. It may mean, faced with enjoying a good time with friends and family, it may be difficult to keep some of these habits like spending less on eating out and entertainment if those were ways that you wanted to save. So this is a good time to prepare ahead of time. What's important about these behaviors you wanna curb? What are your needs that you're trying to satisfy? Then come up with a new strategy to meet your needs. So let's say in the past, you enjoyed going out and eating with friends. You didn't mind spending money on an expensive dinner. You really enjoyed it. But you would like to save a little money there for another priority. Start by thinking about what you really loved about that big dinner out. What need does that meet for you? Is it the food itself? Was it the service? Or was it mostly that you just really enjoyed spending time with your friends? If it's seeing friends again, maybe you want to get together just as often as you used to, but find more budget-friendly restaurants 
or invite friends over for a home-cooked meal or potluck once in a while instead? Is it the food and the atmosphere you really love? Maybe you enjoy that experience a little less often in order to save for something else. Remember, make a plan, write it down. What's your what and what's your why? It's about knowing what's important to you and focusing on that, not just some random I should. Don't should on yourself. Maintaining new habits can be tough sometimes. A lot of us have found activities maybe we enjoyed more than we thought, like hiking outside or taking your new dog for a walk. So again, if you liked going to a movie for an escape and to get out of the house, maybe going for a hike, especially with some friends, would be another way to sort of satisfy that need and desire, as well as save some money for something else that's important to you. You can get out and do something with friends, but spend a lot less money. Okay, the third thing mentioned in the Morningside article is called the block. Think of it as a no-no hockey check slam into the boards. No matter how hard you prepare, no matter how much willpower you conjure up, let's face it, sometimes new habits are still going to falter under pressure. So one way to help prevent that is to literally create a barrier to the action you're trying to avoid. While keeping a suited up hockey player on retainer maybe isn't practical, there are some other options. One thing I like to do is sleep on it. Take some time to sort of think about it for a while. An example of a block could be you implement a three-day wait rule, where you agree to wait for three days before acting on a money decision. This might help you from making spontaneous purchases that you then have buyers regret about later and give you some breathing room to think about your why. Don't want to go back to spending money on impulse buys? Maybe literally leave your debit and credit cards at home. Each morning, put a little spending cash in your wallet. When the money runs out, that's your block. Think of what tricks would work for you. We're all looking forward to getting back into real life again. But think about the spending and saving habits you want to hold on to, like setting aside money every month for a particular need or saving for a big purchase. It's important to look back and see what has changed for the better and incorporate that as we forge ahead. So to wrap it up, Write down those habits you want to maintain, what it is and why it's important to you. Acknowledge that sticking to new habits can be tough, especially when the doors of life are thrown open again. Think about what it was that you really loved about your old habit. Then find a way to incorporate what you loved into your new habit, cutting out or doing less of the aspects that didn't bring you that same joy. Choosing activities that build an environment to make staying on track easier. And lastly, implement a blocking strategy to help you protect your new habit from yourself. And when you finally get back out there again, have fun and love life with no regrets. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.